Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. I told you what do we do. We plant life-giving, uh-huh. disciple-making, uh-huh. community renewing, churches. Do you see how they are about the gospel, discipleship, and mission? That's what we do. We plant churches that do that. So we have three spaces where we experience gospel, discipleship, and mission. It's on that beautiful triangle, uh, up, in, out. You know that song? Up, in, out. Up, in, out, in the current key. You, 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 uh, That's the way it goes. <laughs> Uh, wow, old out, habits die hard. Multiply the, the mission. Up in out. Get it or don't do. That's the way to go. Up in out. Multiply the mission. So, how do we multiply this mission? Those three rhythms are the rhythms of our Lord Jesus Christ. We see him going up which is up being your relationship with the Father, our relationship with the Father. And that is expressed together as worship harvest, that is expressed through garage, up. And then in, he spent time with his disciples. Ooh, and that is expressed together in worship harvest, that is expressed through our missional communities, discipleship. And then he went out on mission with the disciples and that is expressed through the frontiers. So we're going to tell you some things we are celebrating in the month of March. What happens in, 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 in garage and in missional communities? Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Are you sure? Yeah. The studio audience, I think they, they, they refuse to give them evening tea. Anyway, so garage. We had seven, an average attendance of 7,006 people attending garage every Sunday on average. Yes. Do you know that last month we were celebrating 5,000 and something? This month we are celebrating 7,000 and something. And next month, I believe we'll be celebrating an average attendance of either 9,000 or 10,000. Mark my words, in average attendance. We still have 21 locations and as of March when we closed, 56 hosting centers. Yes, you can yes, you can start a hosting center in your village, in your town, in your wherever you are across the world, in your municipality, in your neighborhood. Ask your pastor, ask your missional leader. They will tell the pastor we will get you equipped and ready to start this week, this Sunday, seriously. And then guess what happened in discipleship? <laughs> you guys. We had more people. We have an average, we have 7,392 people who call Worship Harvest their home as of March 31st, 2021. Yes, a little one is becoming a thousand. And then an average of 6,117 people have attended missional communities in the month of March and we ended the month with 408 missional communities which is higher the number is already higher now but March ended with 408 missional communities and lastly when we went out on mission in the month of March do you know how many salvations we had 
It's not even possible. These salvations, it's crazy. It's good. I love it. 1,314 souls came to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes! Because of you, missional communities, you've been going out, doing evangelism, following up, baptizing. Thank you for your labor in the Lord. We served 378 frontiers and we impacted 5,277 people. Why do we care to tell you these numbers? Because these are not just numbers. They are people. They are lives. They are people that God loves, that Jesus is passionate about. And every time we reach them, we reach him. Every time we touch the list of these, we touch his heart. So thank you. Thank you for bringing friends to Garage and introducing them to the love of God. Thank you for bringing them to a missional community, for starting a missional community. Those of you who launched in March, for attending faithfully and being a serious part and an encouragement to your missional leader, for going out on mission, for being relevant to the people around you, for taking the gospel, for bringing many to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And you know what? We are only getting better at this. Because God wants us to continue to be fruitful, to multiply, to subdue until the kingdoms of this world become the, the kingdoms, kingdoms of, of our God. And of his Christ. And Amen. His Christ. Amen. Wow, what a powerful report. Oh, so, hey, so we're powerful. going higher. Higher. We're going higher. Higher. Nothing ain't gonna stop us. Nothing gonna stop us. Now, I told you we have the Nairobi team in the house. Hey! And I want to tell you about the, the mission committees in Nairobi because some of the leaders are in the house. Yes. All right? So we have Western Nairobi MC Woo! led by Prue. Prue is in the house. Man. We have Baraza MC led by Tintin. That's hey. Kristen Namagolo. She's in the house. We have Vigarod. MC. Vigarod. 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 Yes. <laughs> For those who might not know, that's Thicker Road. Yeah. Vigarod MC. Vigarod MC. Caro Gazunga. Caro is in the house. Kilifi MC led by Moses and Marine, and Moses is in the house. Moses also leads Rongai MC. He's a double leader. My goodness. Wow. Moses is in the house. Thank you, Moses. Good to see you. Uh, we have Jekwat. Huh? Jekwat. Hmm? Jekwat. Are you trying to tell me something, but you can't speak English? It's Jekwat. Like, guess what? Jekwat. Jekwat. It starts with J. Then goes to K. Then what? That's an MC. Jomo Kenyatta University <laughs> wow. of Agriculture and <laughs> Technology. Jekwat. Jekwat MC led by Betty. <laughs> Betty is not in the... <laughs> but Betty, we send you regards. And then we have uh, Kenyatta University MC led by Kesho. Hey. Hey. Umoja MC led by Carol. Oh. Rongai MC by Moses. Hey. Eldoret MC led by Smile Richard Chiranda. My God. Smile. History Makers MC. Hey. My God. Led by Cyrus. Hey. These are the people that 
are extending this mission in Nairobi, yeah, Kenya. Kenya, Nakuru, Limuru, mm. Mombasa, mm. Na, na Eldoret, mm. which is this one? Naivasha. Kisumu, Naivasha. Mm. My goodness. My goodness. Mumias. Mumias. Hey. Hey. Malindi. Hey. Everywhere, Machakos. Machakos. Avi River. So we want to really thank them for traveling to be with us all the way. Anyway, our time for the word is running short, but we had to celebrate yes. what God has been doing. Amen. So you've been pestering me about what I shared. Yes. <coughs> Last time I thought we people. had finished it. No, sir. You started this thing, then you left it. <laughs> Hmm? Matthew 16. I yes. thought we had finished no, it. No, we didn't finish. Okay, let's read. Maybe you'll tell me what part I didn't finish. <laughs> Matthew 16. Mm-hmm. From verse 13, you're going to read for us. From verse 13. Matthew 16, 13. Uh-huh. It's right there. All right. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? Mm. So they said, uh, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, Elijah others Jeremiah, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Uh-huh. He then said to them, but who do you say that I am? Mm, that's a clincher. Simon Peter answered and mm. said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, mm. for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also said to you, I also said to you, eh? I now that you have said, said to, to me, me, I also said to you, was he oh. telling the whole crowd? No, sir. Mm-hmm. The one who said to him is the one he was saying uh-huh. to him. Oh. I also said to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Mm. And on top of that, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Hey! hey, This is Peter. More stuff. Mm. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Mm. Be with Deo. Mm-hmm. Is it over? Uh, no, 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 the, no. Then they, yeah, yeah, then yeah. he told them not to tell not anyone. Not to tell anyone. Wow, that wow. was the Christ. <laughs> That's just like Jesus. For it's us, you true. do one small thing, you tell yeah, people, you go, tell everyone. go tell everyone. <laughs> Promote my page. Yeah, for him, yeah, sponsored by who? Yeah, for him, he does big things they don't tell anyone. Then they go and tell. So I think we are discussing the principle. Mm of reciprocal recognition, reciprocal recognition, recognition, that you gain recognition, like if you're a small person like me, Mm? eh? and you want a big person like Jesus to recognize your presence, yeah, and and that you also exist and even bestow some things to you, you recognize him in his true light. Uh What do men say? Oh, some say you're John Elijah, some say what? Now, wait. You see, he says, 
They said. They said. Oh. Yeah. So all oh, these guys, imagine Jesus is there with 12 people. Mm. What do people say I am? So some say you're this. There are oh, some say you're Elijah. Some say you're Jeremiah. So they all had different opinions. And we, we, they were not bad things. No, like no. when they say you're John the Baptist, that meant something. Mm. When they say you're Elijah, hey, Elijah was a major figure mm. in the history of Israel and in the, as a prophet. Mm. Uh, Jeremiah, you're one of the prophets. Mm. Come on. Mm. Yeah, there are people who still say Jesus is one of the great prophets. Wow. There are others who say he was a great teacher. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? They don't get the benefits that those of us who say you are the Messiah, yes. you are the Christ, you are the promised one, mm. you are the anointed one. Mm, mm, mm. Take me to that verse where he says, next verse. Next. Where Peter said, you oh. are the Christ. You see, Christ is not a name. Christ is not Jesus' surname. Mm. Yeah, you know, like Beatrice, be a man, yeah. Jesus, Christ, Christ. Moses, Mukisa. No. Mm. Christ is it means the anointed one. In fact, Kenneth Copeland says, the anointed one and, and his, his anointing. anointing. You see, it's about recognition of anointing. Peter recognized the anointing of, on Jesus and the fact that he was not just the anointed, he was the son of the living God. He saw him in the, his true light. Yes. Children who don't see their parents as parents, who, who call their parents by their first name, they don't get a lot of stuff. It's true. Yeah. Like if Nandi comes and calls you B3. Just small uh, foolishness will be driven away from her. From her, uh -huh. yeah. You call me by it means you now can take care of yourself. It's true. Yeah. Mm. I'll also call you by name. Mm. And we equalize. Ah. Yeah, you call me nothing, I call you nothing. <laughs> you call me something, I call you something. You call me the right thing, I call you the right thing. Oh. Even at work, the way people treat the boss and regard the boss and talk to the boss and call out the boss. Mm determines. By the way, you know, it's not the most qualified people who get promoted. No. All, all the things people don't know. And then people call it office politics. It's about reciprocal recognition. recognition. That's why not everyone has the same levels of favor. Yes. Yeah, because favor doesn't come from nowhere. Favor, when God is going to have favor on you, who does he use? People. Yeah, he uses people. Which kind of people? The ones who... The right people who have authority to authority, bestow yes. favor. You see, I love your daughter, Bubbles. <laughs> but at this stage of her life, it doesn't matter how much favor she has on me. It's it true. can't help me. <laughs> Even can't. you, she has a lot of favor on you. But it can't take you anywhere. No. Because Bubbles' favor <laughs> in, or upon your life is useless at this stage. It's, it's just forgetting those tiny hugs and what and... Oh, toy, 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 toy. That's, That's all you hard. get. It's so true. There are people who God has placed in your life who have capacity to bless, 
capacity to bestow favor, who make decisions that propel your life either forward or keep it stuck or move backwards. And you can be there and yell how unfair it is because you and I didn't create the world. We didn't eat the fruit in the garden. We didn't start this whole thing. Uh, or you can understand <laughs> how to suspend the curse yes. by applying wisdom and the yes. blessings. Yes. And Peter. You know, this morning we were talking about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And now Jacob, who was the least righteous of them, is the one who became a nation because he applied the principle that the others didn't apply. Yes. Or God didn't allow the others to, to, mm. to have. Mm. I think God did it to show a point. Because okay. remember, both Abraham and Isaac, it's not that they didn't want many children. No. They tried, but they couldn't have many children. Yes. Abraham later had children through uh, Keturah. Mm. But the son of promise was Isaac. Yes. In other words, Abraham had one son of promise. Mm. He didn't become a nation. That's why we don't have a nation in the world today called Abraham. Wow, wow. Isaac had two sons. Esau and Jacob. Mm. We don't have a nation called Isaac. Because he had two sons. <laughs> it's Jacob who was later renamed Israel who had 12 sons who could become a nation. In other words, there are certain principles which are independent of whether you're well behaved or not. Yes. They're independent of whether you're the most righteous in that group or not. Mm. These are things that God has said. If you yes. jump off a building, it doesn't matter how spiritual you are. <laughs> you're going to be accelerating at 9.8 meters per second squared <laughs> on your way down with only wind resistance being the minus factor. And then after a few seconds, we will see meat all over the pavement. Oh, Lord. Previously, you. No, so, no, no. Just because you are the righteousness of God. Because you read Second Corinthians 5.21. Wow. Am I making sense? Yes. Why yes. did Isaac, why did, Jake, why did Jacob, the, the supplanter, the thief, the, the, the trickster, the deceiver, yes. Why did he become a nation? Because he did the simple thing of having many sons yes. that his father and grandfather did not do. Mm. So when Jesus came, he also chose 12 sons and named them apostles. You should ask yourself, why didn't Jesus have seven apostles? Why didn't he have three? Okay, for you, you don't like many people. You are introverted. Wow. Okay. So you want three. I'm just saying. I'm talking okay. principle. There is something called principle. Wow. You see, that's why, it's so, that's why the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. thing. It's not the anointing. It's not the principal thing. No. Love is not the principal thing. Mm. <laughs> Look, you can be loving all you want. Mm. And have very little impact in the world because you don't understand how to apply your heart to wisdom. Says, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom, that yes, we may gain a heart, a heart of, wisdom. of wisdom, not a heart of love, not a heart of, not an anointed heart. No, no. it's wisdom. I tell by the way, one of these days we are going to start talking about wisdom. Of course, we can't wait. <laughs> so, wisdom. So there is this wisdom, the principle of reciprocal recognition. 
Peter told Jesus, you are the Christ. You are the anointed and his anointing. You are the son of the living God. Mm. And Jesus turned around next verse and said to Peter, he didn't say to them, no. this was, there was no imputed recognition <laughs> that since Peter has recognized me in the right way, now let me also impute it on everyone. No, 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 no. no. It was the one who had recognized yes. him. Yeah. What does he say? So that's how Peter became the leader mm. of the church. He said, <laughs> feed my sheep, feed my lambs. Since then he was looking at, yeah. he, he took over the leadership. Just because he got, he saw Jesus already. says, blessed are you, Simon, by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father. Will. The first thing there, I know we sound like we are repeating two mm-hmm, weeks ago, but mm-hmm. some things take long to sink. Oh. Something very important. Yes. For you to see someone in the right light, it's not natural. It's not. It's not natural. That's what Jesus says. This, this, there is no way you could have figured this out yes. by yourself. It's a revelation. Yes. Yeah. For a husband to see a wife in the right light that God created her to be in the book of Genesis takes revelation. Yes. Yeah, most marriages suffer for lack of revelation. For the wife to see the husband as Lord and Master, according to the scriptures, saying that that's how your your mother Sarah saw Abraham and called him Lord. It's revelation because your whole flesh is saying, I even, he can't even put his socks in the sock drawer. Lord. Because look, in your physical assessment of the person, they are just Jeremy. Aye. Yeah, they are just Mose. They are just mm. Emma. Mm. They are just Chris. Mm. Yeah, that's what people say. What do you say? What do you say? What revelation do you have about people? It's interesting that Paul writes to the Corinthians and says that even though we have known Christ in the flesh, he says, from now on we regard no one according to the flesh. Mm. Second Corinthians 5, 14. Mm. Yeah, Second Corinthians 5, 14. We are talking Revelation here. Second Corinthians 5, 14. Okay, 16. Yes. 5, 16. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. How do you even do that? You like you just have to close your eyes, yeah. and either that or you see them with new light. Yes. And says, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, mm. yet now we no, know Him thus no longer. longer. Yeah. So, look. Your, phys- your assessment of people that's just based on what you see and what is, is wrong. <laughs> that's why he says we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. 
You see, these principles carry. They don't just apply to Jesus. They apply to how you treat your wife. Hmm. They apply to how you treat your husband. He hmm. says that, treat, that re, treat them with honor hmm. as the weaker vessel. That takes revelation for a husband to know that you must honor your wife as the more fragile hmm. vessel. Fragile. Hmm. Like delicate. Hmm. You don't just come blah, 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 sing things coming out of your mouth. It takes revelation. You know, the, the, the girl that walked down the aisle was the work of her parents. The girl you have now is your own work. Look what you've done. It's as simple as that. It takes revelation. So Jesus tells Peter, this... this why? Because, you know, Jesus went to the toilet. <laughs> Jesus got hungry. Jesus ate food. Jesus peed. Wow. Yeah, like guys are there walking on the road and says, guys, uh, uh, he moves, he branches off into the bushes oh, to go oh, to ease himself. Mm. <laughs> the son of God. Yeah, the son of God. <laughs> like, now how does someone come out of the bushes? Uh, you know, and then you're like, Son of God. <laughs> revelation only. <laughs> it, it has to be by revelation. You see, there are people that God has placed in your life. Yes. They are not the son of God. Mm. They are sons of God. Mm. They are daughters of God. They are not the son of God. Mm. They are not the Christ. Mm -hmm. But there are people God has placed in your life mm. who have the power to be a blessing yes. to you. And the reason you're continuing to go without it is you don't know how to see them the right way. You see, Paul told the Corinthians, you have 10,000 instructors in Christ. In other words, you can go to YouTube and you will have no shortage of teachers. Okay. But see, and then he says, but in the gospel, I have begotten you. Yes. Yeah, there are people who don't understand that. That there are people he says, for though you might have 10,000 instructors, you don't have many fathers. For in, in Christ, uh, there are people that God uses in a certain way in your life yes. where you can no longer just say, oh, that, that one is a good teacher. Wow. Oh, that one is a good pastor. No. Mm. The, the, look. You, you, that's why you are stuck. Mm. Yeah. That's why people are stuck. For me, there are people I don't just be like, oh, they are one of the authors. Yeah, like Mike Breen. We are here celebrating mission committees and salvations. I have a picture of Mike Breen in my office. Yeah. Why? He's not just one of the authors. Like, I wish I had time to tell all these people, all the detailed stories of how all these people came into my life. You remember the Mike Breen story? Yes. We were not looking for Mike Breen. Tim Lindsay comes to Uganda. He's a guest of St. Andrews. Yes. We have a two-day training. That's the time I, I see him. He goes back to Switzerland. They're supposed to go to the U.S. Their visas are delayed. delayed. They have sold everything in Switzerland. They can't go to the U.S. Mm. yet. They can't stay in Switzerland. It's too expensive. They decide to come back to Uganda and wait for their visas from Uganda. Mm. Remember, they are still the guests of another church. Yes. But while in Uganda, we become their people of peace. Yes. They start having a meeting with Ari and I every week. Mm and sharing with us these things, and we start understanding these mm. things. 
and we embrace the concept of missional communities as the main discipleship vehicle for worship service. Yes. That's, that was 2012. Yep. Nine years later, see what, what the Lord has done. So, you can't just say, oh, I, I might bring book. Wow. No. Oh, and Romac. No. Oh, Bishop Doug Howard Mills. No. Mm -hmm. These are significant people. Yes. Oh, Uncle Ben and Auntie Joy. Mm -hmm. It's like we, we are not without, without them. them. Without them, either we wouldn't exist as an, a ministry or we wouldn't be the shape no. that we are. No. We wouldn't have the efficiencies no. we have. Mm. So we must recognize them. You know, there are some people who are ashamed of the people who have actually done things in their lives. They don't want to tell. Because they want to look like they found it out themselves. Look, they, I never found out anything myself. And I think that's why in, in some small way the Lord has blessed me. Yeah. In some small ways the Lord has blessed me because I'm quick to understand. This is not me. This is not me. God has used these people. These are people who waited on the Lord and he showed them certain things which then I found out through their ministries. Take me back to uh, Matthew. Take me back to Matthew. It says, blessed are you. Simon. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, mm. but my Father who is in, in heaven. heaven. And then it says, next verse, I also said to you. Now, let me also change. You, you've said the right things yes. to me. I'm going to say the right things to you. You are Peter. Yes. On this rock, I will build my church, mm. and the gates of hell shall not, shall not prevail against it. What, Peter? Mm. The guy who who jumps, who speaks before he thinks, <laughs> who jumps before he ponders. He said, "You are Peter." By the way, Abraham Magero and his wife Rachel are in the house. Hey. 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 All the way from Ginger. My God. Very lovely people, those ones. They are. It says they, they started the hosting center in Injeru. It has many people. Many people. It says, you are Peter. So Jesus recognizes Peter in a, in a, in a light that. New light. If you are to evaluate, if you are to do interviews, huh? HR department, no, 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 not Peter. Peter should not be the one they are calling these things. Yeah, no, it shouldn't At least John, John, the one yeah. who, loved, who knew that Jesus loved him. Mm. This is a guy who said, ah, no one will touch you unless one. He says, you're going to deny me three times. Hmm. Do you know that shortly after this, Jesus called Peter Satan? Yes, mm. right, like almost immediately. Like after. that's how unstable he was. <laughs> yeah, a few verses down the road, he says, guys, I'm going to go and die. He said, no one can touch you when I'm around. He said, get behind me, Satan. Satan. He's talking to Peter. Yes, the same guy whom he had said that flesh and blood had not revealed it to him. <laughs> he called Peter. him Satan. You have you ever been called Satan I, by Jesus? I, no, sir. I never At least if someone calls you Satan, <laughs> these ordinary human beings. But when it's Jesus himself called you, calls you Satan, yeah, you <laughs> those are levels. <laughs> <laughs> you are an offense to me. My you are not mindful of the things of God. 
but of the things of men. That's Peter. That's Peter that is saying these things. It's a reciprocal cognition. You see, in one light, Peter is calling him the right thing. But here, Peter is not understand Because Peter said, you can't die. But he has just recognized it. Five bit from you, Lord. This shall not happen to you. Put him aside, we're rebuking him. How do you rebuke God? You oh, said you are oh, the son of the living wow, God. Wow, wow, wow. Now you're rebuking me. So he got the equal measure of once he treated Christ in the flesh, he got back what 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 flack what he deserved. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's interesting how people completely ignore God and treat him like a small boy, and then they, they start expecting great things to happen. It doesn't work like that. Either God or even people. Mm. Yeah. If you're the one who is always talking about the boss, what, having meetings after the meeting, what, then the promotion time comes and you are there sending your pastor prayer, prayer items out, you should be promoted. <laughs> Look, you have already disqualified yourself. Because these things are spiritual. It, are. The promotion comes from the Lord. Yes. And the Lord knows who has practiced the principle to be ready for promotion. Yes. Take me back to where we were. So is your Peter. Hmm. On this rock, I will build my church. Oh, my goodness. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Heads shall not prevail against it. Now, I'm, I'm hoping that we get time and I show you something. But he goes next to the next verse and he says that I will and, 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 and means that this is what comes with that. Mm. In addition to, because you know, Jesus doesn't just have have answer kingdom. <laughs> wings of ants. BBN kingdom. kingdom. <laughs> mm, wings of ants. <laughs> he, he, he just doesn't pronounce things over you and gives you nothing. No. No, it says, I will also give you the keys. Oh. Who is he talking to? Peter. Do you know how many people claim this verse? I used to be one of them. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. <laughs> whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in, in heaven. heaven. Um. Yeah. In, in my small world, my wife has the keys. Mm. Sure. Yeah, because of her recognition of me as mm. her husband, she does not need a password to access anything. <clears throat> and you know, whoever it is you recognize gives you the keys to whatever it is they are in charge of. Access, yes. Yeah, for Jesus, it was heaven. He's in Ooh. charge of heaven and everything. Wow, 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 so when you recognize him the right way, you have access to heaven. For, for me, in my home, it is my wife has the keys to my room. It is, it's not even mine anymore. It's mm, hers. You, yeah. uh, where did all that start? Recognition. May 10th. Yes. Yeah. When she walked down the aisle and said, I do. You are the one. You are my husband. See? I also said to you, you yes. are my wife. Yes. <laughs> and I will give you the keys to my car, to my bedroom, to my sitting room, mm. to my kitchen, mm. to my what? To my heart. Yes. To to my office, to my laptop, to Everything. my ATM card, to my, yeah, yeah, and whatever. Mm. 
you bound mm. you bind mm. in my space mm. is bound, bound. Mama. yeah whatever you lose is lost if you come to my house and my wife decides to give you food she doesn't need to talk to me about it wow <laughs> no please because it is loosed it's for truth her. To her because it is oh, <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> yes you know what i'm saying yes yeah so whatever she desires she has access to yes. because she has the keys some people are struggling because they don't have keys to certain things <laughs> stop banging the wall get the keys stop banging the wall get the keys how do you get the keys recognize recognize yeah you have to you have to you see one of the beauties of life is to recognize your limits and your boundaries yes yeah <laughs> you see the keys to everything to do with worship of downtown are with you. <laughs> you got what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, and those who recognize you a certain way, they can have access to whatever is worship of downtown. Sure. Yeah. Now, you also have enough sense to know that it's, you don't have the keys to all of the issues of worship of <laughs> No, sir. Yeah, but <laughs> your recognition of a certain person I will not talk about mm gives you authority to do certain things that are not limited to. Exactly. So it's, it's mm. easy. It's mm. not complicated. No, it's not. Yeah. Who does the boss leave the passwords with when they are going on leave? Oh, yeah. Wait. It's the person who has been recognizing the mm. right way. Okay. I've talked too much. No. Are you sure? No, I'm very sure. Mm. I was reminded this evening about this verse. Mm. When Jesus asked those guys in Matthew 11. Yes, yes, huh? yes, yes. Uh, Let me see. John the Baptist? Mm. 11, 11? About? Yeah. No, he started by asking them a question. Hey, what did you go out to? Mm. Verse 7. Hmm? 9, 7, 9. And as they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John. Mm. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? <laughs> a reed shaken by the wind. <laughs> like how do you call a person a reed shaken by the wind? I don't even know what metaphor I was leaning into. And then they said, but what did you go out to see? Like you guys, you went to the Jordan. You got baptized. You all went there. Mbu, what, what? The guy was there doing his brood of vipers <laughs> salmon, which is very short. Brood of vipers! Dunk out. Brood of vipers! Who owned you of the things to come? So what did you... So when you went there, what? What Why did you go to see? That's why Paul told the other guys, the baptism of John was just the baptism of repentance from sins. What did you go? A man clothed in soft garments is like mocking them. Because, no, those who wear soft clothing and king's house. In, in other words, John didn't look anything like someone worth recognizing for anything. So why did you go there? But really, what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes. Yes, I said to you, not just mm -mm. a prophet. Mm -mm. You didn't go to see a prophet. Mm. <laughs> You see, that's why many didn't gain much out of it. Mm. 
It's only Jesus who, when he was baptized, the Holy Spirit came upon him. Because he didn't go out to see a prophet. He didn't go out to see a reed. He didn't go out to see a man in soft clothing. We can go home. (laughs) You see, you can all go to a service and one person goes away with the thing. Because you, you went to a service and someone else went seeing differently. Because what you see determines what you get. Says more than a prophet. Then he said, For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. In other words, while you were seeing a prophet, me, I was seeing my door opener, I was seeing my way maker, I was seeing the man who had my keys into my calling. Says assuredly, I said, among those born of women, there is not reason one greater than John the Baptist. But who is that? Listen, the kingdom of heaven is greater than him. <laughs> Jesus claimed that John the Baptist was the greatest human being born of a woman. That includes himself. Because Jesus was born of a woman. Jesus' recognition of John opened the end is what caused him to get anointed yes. mightily. Remember, Jesus already knew the word. Yes. He was already prophesied. He comes, he gets baptized, and the heavens opened, and the Holy Spirit came upon him without measure and remained. And because of that, Jesus says, you guys, John is not just one of your prophets. Of course, if you check the Old Testament, if you are going by human eyes and measurement, mm. John should not be the greatest. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, like you compare John to Solomon, or John to David, or John to Elijah, to Elisha, to Daniel, who saw the ends of the world, who prophesied world history the way we know it. Moses, who talked to God face to face as to a friend. Abraham. David, who subdued kingdoms. Solomon, who ruled mightily with great wisdom and wealth. And yet he says, John, you, you can have all the others, but oh. for me, it's John. John. What did John do? He just what got his John head cut do? off. That is his greatest achievement, decapitation. And Jesus says, he is the greatest. Mutual recognition, reciprocal recognition. Huh. Who do you need to recognize in a new light? in order for you to experience something. Where is that verse that says, esteem them highly for their work's sake? Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians? Uh, three. And, and, and we almost yeah, 5.13. Done. Second Thessalonians 5.13. 
maybe from 12 from 12 as we finish yes. says so and we urge you brethren mm. to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the, Lord in the Lord and admonish you. You know, admonish is not like a pleasant thing. No, sir. You don't go skipping and say, oh, I just got admonished. Ooh, <laughs> I feel so good. I, yeah. No. Yeah. Those who say things to you which you are like, oh. Mm. He says, recognize them. And what does he say? And esteem to esteem them. them very highly in love for their works sake. Why do you esteem them very highly? For their work's sake. What is their work? You are their work. Yeah. To lift you up. You are their work. Yeah. So, what is the success of a pastor? The success of the It's the success of the people. Yes. Right? And a pastor who thinks otherwise shouldn't be pastoring. It's true. The success of a pastor is the success of the people. Yes. Are the people's marriages doing okay? Yes. Are the people's economies working? Are they growing in love with Jesus day by day? Are they multiplying their influence in the kingdom? That, that's, that's it. Mm. So that's their work. And it says, for the sake of their work, uh, which is you, no. you are their work, esteem them very highly. Why? When you esteem them very highly, they will succeed in their work, yes. which is your success. <laughs> yes. Conclude. Eh, eh, awesome. Mm, this time you're concluding. I don't know. You know all I things. Know, I know all things. I know all things. I think for me, a lot of things are happening in my heart and mind. And I'm glad we did this again because that bringing in John the Baptist and Jesus' baptism for me was maybe like the clincher because I'd never seen that. The fact that actually it's true, the heavens opened when John was baptizing Jesus because Jesus was not going to a baptizer of repentance. He was going to his waymaker. He quoted scripture saying, this is him of whom it is said that he's making a way for me, he prepares the path for me. And so he was going to his way maker to usher him into the ministry. And indeed, <laughs> he received what the, the path that John could play in his life. Today, in the, in, at Proclaim, you said some statements. One, you talked about how if you follow no one, you are talking about the scripture in Mark, I think 117, Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. And you said that if you follow no one, you become nothing. Yeah, because, because no one can make, can make you, you become anything. something. Yeah. yeah, the one you follow. But you see, you can't follow someone who you don't esteem. If you're on the road and I'm following behind you, it's because I trust that you know the way. The moment I don't think, so I take my own path. So you can't lead me. So following has to do with esteeming and recognizing highly. And, and so you talked about that. And then you also said, which I, I want to tie into what you've said, some of the things you've said today. I, I would encourage you to go back and listen to this teaching at least two more times. Please, find the time in your car, whatever. But you said something about the enemy. One of the things that the devil does is that he discredits the one you should follow. In your eyes. In your eyes. Yeah. In your eyes. So you find that if the person who is making a way for me and who God has 
put as, as the person to open me into the ministry and purpose and destiny is maybe Apostle Mose. You find that in my eyes, the enemy starts to make me feel like he's against me or I, don't, I think I know better than him or I don't know, just your heart gets... He plants, he plants with seeds. ideas. Uh-huh, yeah, ideas. Yeah. You, you, you suddenly don't like something yeah, about someone. Just, mm. and you don't know why. And if you wish you were in another you know, location or another mission or community or another, because the one you have, the thing is that part of the discrediting that I've seen today is the failure to recognize beyond the human, because all the people you talked about, Jesus, you know, the time you talked about this in school of ministry a few weeks ago is when I was like, actually think about it. These guys saw Jesus go to the bathroom, get tired, sweat, maybe have some body odor, get hungry, um, like all sorts of normal human things. For you to look at that man and say he's the son of the living God, it can't be that you can understand that by your head. There's got to be a revelation that happens. And that revelation is available for you. I'll tell you, I prayed for revelation. When we started learning about honor, I prayed about that. I asked God, I know in my heart, I know, I know in my head who this person is to me. In my heart, I know how I feel. But I want a revelation. And God is so faithful. He'll give it to you. And the day he does, the, is when what I'm going to say next is going to happen to you, is that what I learned today also from what Apostle has shared is that this esteeming highly and recognizing is personal. Mm-hmm. It's not a group thing. You can be, a, if you can even be a husband and a wife and the husband recognizes someone and the wife doesn't, it's not a communal thing. You can't depend on your mission or community members that all of us must recognize our mission or leader or all of us must recognize our pastor or all of us must recognize our parents or all of whoever it is that God has placed in your life that you need to recognize all your boss. It's personal. That's why when Jesus speaks, he speaks to Peter. That's why when Jesus goes to get baptized by John the Baptist, he's the one who actually gets anointed. That's why you look at the story of Elijah and Elisha, even if there were many prophets around Elijah who even were very prophetic, only Elisha recognized Elijah as his father and therefore received a, a mantle from him. So it's that, it's personal. Stop, stop being in a group that for you, 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 you're waiting for, I don't know, it's personal. It, and it's, your, it's my destiny. It's not the destiny of another person that's tied. I can't be like, all oh, location pastors must recognize that I want it for them. But you know what? I, I, I can only deal with me. Me be three. How I see Apostle Mose, how I see my husband. It can't be about how my friend feels about my husband. So it's personal. And, and it's so crazy that the, like when you recognize, it's like you tie a, a receiving tube or umbilical cord to that person to then receive because then it's the same person they've always been there, Peter was always with Jesus but the day he recognized Jesus differently, everything changed for him everything, and no matter how many mistakes he made, he became, the, that couldn't be taken away because yeah. he had received something and Jesus had released something in, in return and, 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 and as you spoke about pastors, I thought about the pain of a pastor is when we sometimes talk and say, sometimes someone will come and say, why don't you talk to so-and-so about this issue? And the pastor will say, I don't know how to say it in English, but they say in Luganda, Tandabamu. I don't know. They don't see that I have anything I can offer. So even if I want to help them, sometimes pastors go around other people to talk to their people for them so that just help them for me. They will not, listen to you. It doesn't you. work. It, it doesn't, doesn't work, work yeah. because you're the if one. If they don't recognize the authority God has given them, it doesn't work. You can't bring in mercenaries. You can't to feed yeah. my children. No. <laughs> and, you know, as you were talking, something that 
came to my mind that I think people are struggling with. Mm. In fact, some people are even not going to pray for the revelation. Wow. Because they are, I don't want it. Because me, I only want to recognize Jesus. But this is how you recognize Jesus. Oh, no, 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 I'm telling you. It's real. We have all been there. We are like, me, I only follow Jesus. This business of people, they fail. We become disappointed. What? But here is the funny thing. It takes no humility to recognize Jesus because he's not here. <laughs> it takes Ouch. no humility to recognize a spiritual being. It doesn't. So the thing that is ruining us is the humility it takes for you to recognize another human being mm, mm, mm. as being anointed by God for your breakthrough. Ah, ah. I'll be like, no, me, I'll, I'll, I'll go and pray. I'll go and pray until God sees, opens it up for me. I can't, no. By the way, and that's how people waste time. Yes. And you look, it's principle. You are, you, you are not the first one to pray. We have all prayed. People don't know that a lot of us have prayed. They look at us. We may not look like prayer warriors, but we've prayed. <laughs> and we've prayed and seen very little movement until we started recognizing the people God has put in our lives for who they are. Yes, yes. As divine enablers. Yes. As destiny helpers. Yes. As anointed people. You know the anointing is funny. I've been reading a book a few books by Bishop Doug on the anointing. I think we are going to discuss, start discussing the anointing on this program. Let's do it. <laughs> Please. And the funny thing with the anointing, the anointing is with the people. Yes. You can't like get the anointing from your Bible. Wow. It's with people. Wow. That's a funny thing. The anointing is the power of the Holy Spirit in a person or upon a person. Yes. Or with a person. Mm. It is with people. Mm. Why God chose that? It is with people. Me, I even don't know why God chose that. You know, a lot more people would be anointed if the anointing was with the horses. They would go find those horses and do whatever it is that God requires them to do with those horses and they would become anointed. The reason most people are not anointed is the anointing is with people. And people are totally offended by being required to, be, to humble themselves and recognize people. Look, there is nothing that we are telling you that we ourselves don't do. No. Yeah. I listen to Bishop Doug almost every day. Yep. There was a time I listened to Kenneth Copeland podcasts of a whole year in about a month and a half. Yeah. In about a month and a half. I listen, and they are daily. Yes. Podcasts of a whole year in a month and a half. Something happened. Yeah, that, that's, that's pursuit. Yes. You're pursuing a person. What's on this person? Why are they able to do what they yes. do yes. that I'm not able to yes. do? You should ask yourself that. The anointing is with people. Mm. Reading books. Mm. What? So, of course, it is God who anoints you. Yes, yes. But he uses people. people. 
It is God who anointed. The Bible says, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power wow. who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by them. But we all know where he anointed him. Exactly. Where did he anoint him? In the river. At the Jordan. In whose ministry? John. John. Close. <laughs> you are supposed to close now. I'm, I'm, we are. I am closing. This is a good closing. And mm -hmm. Apostle, you've already noted. I want to. There's something you said. Maybe no, not here. But about the anointing being with a person. And good thing I have a cup with tea. Mm. And you talked about how just like the tea is in the cup. Yeah, the tea is in the cup. I, I, you want, if you want to give you me tea, You want the tea, yeah, you but want to you give, don't want the yeah, cup. Let's say that you are good and you want to give me tea. I'm going to put it in a cup. You, if I, but I don't want and it in a cup. And then you'll be like, God, me, me, no, no, I, me don't do I don't cups. do cups. Just give me tea me without... Is it, going, is it intravenous? Is it going to inject the tea in you? Right. You are good. Give me that tea. So, then it so, becomes complicated. Uh, yeah, the mystery of the 51 unanointed pastors. <laughs> That's a sermon by Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. You should find it and listen to it. The mystery of the 51 unanointed pastors. So the vessel is a human being. The vessel. And usually it doesn't look very... The, the cup, it doesn't matter sometimes what the cup looks Sometimes like. the vessels are nice. Yeah, sometimes. Like this like one. This sometimes ones, plastic, so what? There are even those ones which got burnt a little bit a little on the bit, edges. Yeah, plastic. Then layer. it has worked for many years, mm. what? So, yeah. And you're like, eh. You'll die of thirst. Now, do you want the tea or not? not? It has to be served in a vessel. That says, he who supplies the spirit to you. Does he do it by the hearing of the, by the works of, of the, the law, law or by the hearing, hearing of faith? faith. That's Galatians 3, what? 6? I, I don't know. Just three, Galatians 3, 5. Yeah, 3, 5. <laughs> he who supplies the spirit to you. In other words, people supply the spirit. Yes. That's the anointing. That's it. They are the vessel. Yeah. But you, you want the tea without the, the cup. cup. That's why you are still not anointed. How do you know how you are not anointed? Things are not happening in your ministry. Yeah, your MC people come and go, come and go. No one is staying. What? Do something now, way. Mm. Just start recognizing your pastors. Mm. Go to your location, pastor, and say, you're the demon of God. Anyway, let's <laughs> Seriously, guys, what is Jesus saying to you? You've watched this message. It's powerful. It's one of those that if you listen and do, what it says, you will see results, guaranteed. We have seen them in our lives. We've, me, I've walked in the way of not wisdom. I have, I have tried the way of not wisdom, and I know that it's, it's painful, it wastes time, it doesn't work. You feel frustrated all the time, and then when God delivered this wisdom to us of honor and following, and just the joy of ministry, the access to so much, the, that has happened in my life, and guess what? The life of those I lead, because some of us, we are blocking even the ones we are leading. People are stuck because they are behind us because we won't recognize the one in front of us. If I'm the one in front of, in the car thing, there's a car I'm supposed to follow, there are those behind me. They are all stuck because I took another route or I've refused to follow. So it's not even just about me. Yeah, I mean, huh? just for example, you planted downtown two years ago. Mm. It's now almost 700 people. Imagine. You, look, have you done that, something like that before? No, never. Yeah. <laughs> have you ha ever had growth that fast? Never. But you are the same person. I am. It's the principles. 
It's a principle. It's the principle that God has given us. So God gives the increase. Someone is like, yeah, but it's God, it is. But if you don't plant the seed in the ground, even when heaven wants to give you increase, fruit won't come. Mm -hmm. So if you don't take action on the word that you're hearing right now, you will continue to be frustrated and desire. It won't be your story. You will be wise. You will do as, we, as you are hearing from the word of God. You will esteem highly. The question Apostle asked is what I'm going to ask you. Who do you need to recognize differently? Because recognizing them as something great, but not in their capacity. If you have a spiritual parent and you recognize them as a good preacher, that's good, but you will not get the reward of the spiritual parent who releases you into a spiritual inheritance. Because he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. So the reward you receive is equivalent to how you recognize the other person. Maybe you've been hurt. Maybe authority has hurt you before, but that's not reason to stay out like staying out of the house because one time when you were in a house, thieves came in, so you no longer sleep in houses. You sleep at the veranda. You have to be able to get back. It's not the problem wasn't the house. There was a problem. The problem was a thief. Okay, then you deal with security and get in. So don't throw out authority because someone in authority hurt you before. The enemy wants to rob you and not allow you to esteem highly. Who do you need to recognize differently and esteem highly in your life so that divine doors can open for you. God wants to promote you. God wants to take you to the next level. God wants you to do great things. That's his desire for you. That's what he wants. But he can't bypass himself. He has placed divine enablers in your way. Recognize them, esteem them highly, and fly. That's the desire of heaven. That's our desire for you as well. So what is Jesus saying to you concerning this today? What are you going to do about it? Amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.